Welcome to another episode of Dr. James Beckett's Sports Card Insights here with Tim Getch. We're going to talk about ComC, one of my uh, excellent sponsors, one of the charter sponsors. Also have Beckett Grading, Beckett Authentication, Beckett Media, Burbank Sports Cards, Mike Stadium Sports Cards, Heritage Auctions, Huggins & Scott Auctions, Panini, Tops, and Upper Deck. So we're going to talk about ComC with Tim here. But before we get started, I wanted to mention that I... Uh, and I think we've talked about this a little bit. I have a new analogy for you because I considered myself a programmer back in okay. the day. And you're whatever the level above programmer is, uh, you're way above me. I'm not denying that. But my analogy is last night I had a hobby dinner that I'll be talking about in these pop- podcasts. And I served, I did a variation. I usually <laughs> do salmon and almost always do salmon. But when I'm doing two back-to-back dinners, I thought I'm going to do something different. I'm going to do some ahi tuna. And I have my big green egg. Big Green Egg not being one of my sponsors, but an excellent product. So I thought, I'll just do it. I've never done it before, but I thought, I can, I can do this. And so it was not a fail, but it was not up to the standards of my salmon, which causes me to, you know, one of my dinners that I have, I have monthly dinners for men back in my back house. And the January is two dinners, one for vintage and one for modern. One of my other dinners was for chefs, cooks, and foodies. Hmm. And it's a little daunting where I'm cooking for some other chef's cooks. And it caused me to realize there's a difference between a cook and a chef. Uh Okay. Now, cooks and chefs just make food. Mm -hmm. A chef, though, does his or her own own recipes. Mm -hmm. A a chef uh, does his own recipes, and the food tastes good. (laughs) Okay. But what the chef does that the cook doesn't do that I didn't do last night is... The chef makes the food look good, uh-huh. and the presentation value is uh-huh. there. My wife says the presentation <laughs> value is half of it, and I say the pre- presentation value is almost none of it. If the food tastes great. I'm fine. Uh-huh. So I am officially not a chef. Uh-huh. Okay. The analogy to being a programmer yeah. is I was a programmer that expediently that I got I accomplished it. Uh-huh. Not that I the first time everything sure. was right, but I was able to get things done. Yeah. And it tasted good. Mm-hmm. It worked. Mm-hmm. So it worked. I created right. my own programs. Right. They worked. But they were not elegant. <laughs> they were not very robust. They were not user-friendly to anybody but me. Uh-huh. So my hat's off to the master chef, Tim, <laughs> who is able to uh, take the some of the ideas that I had that I couldn't have pulled off. Mm-hmm. But what I did pull off didn't look good, but it worked. <laughs> and this ahi tuna yesterday didn't look good, but it, it tasted okay. So tonight is salmon. I'm looking forward to so, the salmon. But what is your secret? Oh, you, again, I, my programming, when I come up with these ideas, which I have mm-hmm, for you, mm-hmm. they are um, ideas for what I would do if I perceived that I had your capabilities, <laughs> if I was a chef at sure. your level, but yeah. I'm not. Yeah. So anyway, welcome to the show. That's too much preamble. I, I appreciate the analogy. I, the, I've had a similar analogy I've discussed when thinking about software development. And uh, as you mentioned, a cook versus a chef, I've thought of an artist versus a painter. A painter knows how to put paint on the wall and can make it look presentable okay. versus an artist is is creating something new, creating something different, uh, adding emotion to it. So in some senses, uh, that's what I strive to do when I'm trying to be a chef in software development. But to be honest, sometimes I only have time to cook. So I've got a mix of, 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 yeah, I've, I, sometimes there's a mix of, uh, I gotta well, be spending a, a, time. A, a, a true chef is humble <laughs> and a true chef is, is apologetically presenting their masterpieces. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, it's, it's, it's working for me. 
Okay, got a feature for you. Okay. Tell me if it's uh, difficult or easy. Yeah. When I am posting some of the cards, because I have an account at ComC, yeah. and I want to, uh, so I, I have these items that need attention. Mm -hmm. I bring them up. And if this item is in a condition that's less than whatever, I'm not sure what your mm -hmm. decision is there, but mm -hmm. it's, let's say it's excellent in your mint. Yeah. Okay, so you have that category, I believe. And so for a card, and it says, I have Monopoly. It says, I'm the only mm -hmm. one. Okay. Mm -hmm. yeah. However, and so I think, okay, well, gosh, I'm the only one on ComC. I could, it's not a, not a, I, I price it. Let's just say full retail. Uh -huh. And then I find out later that there are a whole bunch of them that with no specific condition yeah. that are at a much lower price yeah. than what I have. Yeah. Okay. Could there be an indicator, um, a, a flag yeah. that when you go in there, it doesn't say you have monopoly, mm -hmm. you have monopoly in that condition. It, right. it doesn't have to show all the others. Right. That would be yeah. a pretty extreme wish list, mm -hmm. but it could at least say there are, and, and you see it once mm -hmm. you get into the system on the left, it'll tell yeah. you other gradations. But mm -hmm. if I knew that, when I was entering the card from from that mm -hmm. the uh, data entry screen, is that possible? Yeah, actually, just to let me know that you, there are others in the system right. already. So when you're pricing a card, we show you how many other copies you have for sale. Yes, and if how, it's in that condition, and, and and what you're pricing those at. Right. But we also show you how many anybody has for sale. Anybody in that condition. Right. Right. Or exactly. non-condition. So um, in both of those cases, it's I'm specific yeah. to that card. Yes. Um, but right now we're showing you that card only things that you own or only things that are owned by anybody. others in the same condition. Yeah. And I could very simply show you the lowest price among anything. Well, now, I don't need well, the you... lowest price. I just want to know that there are other ones out there or in there. Right. So, uh, there's not the, the trickier thing in that scenario is the user interface. How are we going to display that information? Cause it could be overwhelming when all of a no, sudden. No, I'm not talking about the information. I'm talking about a flag. So I'm just saying, letting you know that there is something, something else. else. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, it could we, be a little icon. Yeah, no, we could very easily you show the something that maybe encourages you to go look exactly. at I would the dig listing deeper. I would and dig then deeper. see, hey, right. there's more. Now, that's an interesting uh, middle ground. I, yeah. I was thinking... Step in the right direction. Uh, it's adding a little salt and pepper No, no, that, that's not bad. That's not bad. Uh, we were considering changing the experience because right now there's only maybe an inch of space that we give you to see the card that you're currently yeah. looking at. And we could make that taller and we could display more information in there for you so that as you're pricing cards, you could e see the image more easily. You could. Uh, now you're see, talking. Yeah. Now yeah, yeah. you're talking. Okay. I yield to the greater real estate idea that yeah. you have. Yeah. A yeah. bigger portion. That'd be yeah. Good. So, so that, but still to know that there was others there to be considered that I, I, I'll, I'm willing to drill down. Now the, but the bigger picture is it even I, bigger. I think in reality, if we did your suggestion, more than 50% of items would have that indicator, which would make it annoying. Not of mine. Not of mine. That's, that's in where your I, scenario. It's okay. Not so mine. in, but in I, most yeah. people's scenario, like if I just case. look at the average item, there's going to be some other grade or bucket. Almost yeah. everything is going to have that indicator. So uh, again, I think the, the better experience would be giving you more real estate. And then from there, maybe giving you a snippet of things that you're seeing on the item details page or the card details page where we show you other grades. And honestly, when you're pricing cards, in some cases, it's helpful to show other parallels. Um, so exactly. we, there's a lot more love information that too. we could show you there. But uh, 
But if there was a flag there, last point, if there was a flag there, and, and if it was a, it was upsetting to people, they could maybe turn off that flag. But if it was there for me, I'd like it. <laughs> so okay, that's it, it's interesting when you, you ask for those little things like, oh, if you don't like it, just turn it off. It turns out... It's a little turning, salt and pepper in the recipe. <laughs> turning it off is probably as complicated yeah. as having the feature at all. Okay, so, yeah, we'd rather just do something okay. that everybody appreciates than giving people the option to turn it okay, off. Okay, my other thing, and I've mentioned this now a couple times, mm -hmm. is that... You and this would be cataloging philosophy because yeah. I was a price guide guy, but at the root, I was also a cataloging guy. Mm -hmm. You're certainly a cataloging mm -hmm. uh, entity now mm -hmm. and, a, and a pricing entity as mm -hmm. well. And I want to get into two things. One is how I think your SRPs mm -hmm. and all those uh, pricing suggestions mm -hmm. are algorithmically derived. Yeah. If it's a not your catalog is you 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 bring on sets that you then support. Mm -hmm. And if something, uh, there's different reasons why you don't support it, and, and it might even be yet. Mm -hmm. My suggestion has been, if something is already slabbed, mm -hmm. then it's kind of been cataloged mm -hmm. in almost all cases consistently among the major grading companies. And it's something that has been in a price guide or an almanac mm -hmm. or a standard catalog. Mm -hmm. And so why wouldn't those items be supported? even if they're unusual in some case. Once they're mm -hmm. certified, authenticated, mm -hmm. slabbed, mm -hmm. graded, you probably know what I'm talking <laughs> yeah. about. So if it's if it's a collectible that may not be a classic card, yeah. but it's in a slab, so what, what would be, it just seemed like that would be, uh, you know, in your accepted items, is that if in doubt, we lean toward accepting things that have been slabbed and authenticated. Because I get them rejected because they weren't authenticated. And then yeah. I slab them, get them authenticated, I send them back and you say, nope, we don't support this one. Uh, so I, uh, in this case, have been deferring to my team and their feedback has been, they're concerned that opening up yeah. these items that are not standard cards will encourage the floodgates of all sorts of things that we're not ready to handle. Uh, so for example, you can get a graded um, figurine it's not graded by one of the card companies, but it's graded. Uh, there's there's collectibles that are cataloged that we don't support. And uh, that's kind of how they're seeing things like newspaper clippings yeah. that are slabbed. Which they're, are they're, barely two-dimensional. Yeah. <laughs> You're talking about three-dimensional. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. Uh, it's, it, I, eventually we will expand our catalog to support more things. But right now it's really relying on the the team to decide what they want to support. I respect that. I relied on my team, and my team's still around, and I left. <laughs> but uh, I'll see a bunch of those guys uh, uh, pretty soon here. Let's see. SRPs. I mean, yes, is that yes. completely algorithmic? It, it is. There are some things that we will police. Um, it's based on looking at uh, our historical sales information, and there are definitely opportunities to improve it. And yeah. uh, we are simply looking at confirmed sales. But to be honest, if there aren't recent confirmed sales because someone got injured or there's something in the yeah. news and nobody's buying the card and all of a sudden everybody lowers their price and it's still not selling, that's information. But we're not right now reflecting that in our catalog or in our, our suggested pricing. And also, I think right now the algorithm tends to be slower to adapt to hot items. So if uh, there's a lot of recent changes, but we have a ton of historical data as well it may take a while for our algorithm to catch up and reflect the, the, the hottest trends. It's been 15 years since I sold the company, and now I can reveal uh -huh. that an important part of the data uh -huh. for doing price guides all those years were non-sales. Yeah. 
when you went to a card shop or a show yeah. and you saw an Oral Hirschheiser card for five bucks uh -huh. and it sat there the whole weekend yeah. and it wasn't being replenished, yeah. then it, presumably the mm -hmm. the maximum price it's is five dollars. It may be less, yeah. but it yeah. probably wouldn't be more. Yeah. And yeah. so you're in you have that yeah. same dilemma. But how do you record non data as data? And we figured out a way to do that, and you yeah, we could too, eventually. Yeah, we could. We know how long something's been up for sale, yeah. and nobody's been buying it. And that that could reflect a ceiling. Well, on the other the hand, price. I'm like we said, I'm a long tail guy. I'm yeah. very patient. So yeah. if if I price it the way I want to price it, I yeah. may have to wait a few years. In fact, I have been waiting a few years for some of those cards. Uh, last quick point: uh, I had a suggestion for top selling players and best selling yes. players that I recommend. And you like the idea, but right. apparently it's more. It's not just as simple adding salt and pepper to the recipe. There must be some. I was hoping you would ask about that. I almost made an update to the site before coming here because I figured that would come up. Uh, I don't know if you followed our Instagram, but we frequently post the top selling players oh. for a given week. So I already wrote the code that does what you suggest, and I've given that to the team, and they're able to look at a certain sport over the last week, pick the top number of players. Uh, and what I was planning on doing is have a certain uh, set of criteria that we ran maybe every night or every week and display that on the site. So on that note, what, like that. what would you like to see? Would you like well, to I had, see... Well, I had most sales and the most dollar sales without divulging right. how many dollars, mm -hmm. but just the top whatever, 10, top 100, whatever per sport mm -hmm. of... I don't know that Michael Jordan or Zion Williamson sure. or Luca would win, but mm -hmm. not it, one ranking is 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 the the sales based on how many physical yep. cards yep. changed hands yep. during that period of time, yep. and the other is the number of dollars that were involved. And and over that, what and, period? Well, no, it could be any period once you capture it. It's, do you want the website to let the customers drill into the data, they or don't do you have to? It could them... be the same. I had it the same as your others. Last thirty days, okay. Okay. or or yeah. all time, or whatever. You're, you're same. Yeah. Yeah. Your same situations there. I'm I'm not yeah. greedy, Tim. <laughs> feature greedy. I mean, I I I wasn't sitting in your exact seat, but I was sitting in a right. similar seat over the years where people said, "I want, I want, I want. Can't you do this, 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 this?" And so I sympathize so, with the fact that you have only 24 hours, but seven days a week. <laughs> so, I so I will say that keep an eye on the okay. players and sets. Right now, if you go to those sites on the browse menu, okay, uh, go to those pages on, on the browse menu, you will see what we currently refer to as a heat index. That will likely get replaced with what you just okay. described. Our heat okay. index, unfortunately, is, uh, I know it's not taking into account uh, EPAC items, and that's skewing the data. So it's not super valuable at the moment, and likely that's going to get replaced with what you just described. And on a high note, that's cool. Thanks, Tim. Mm -hmm. And uh, Merry Christmas to you, too. I'll regard that as <laughs> a late welcome. Christmas present. So, uh, thanks for being here. Uh, thanks, listeners. We'll be back again tomorrow with another episode. I'm going to get Tim back again uh, in the near future to talk about some other stuff. We've, we've just uh, done the tip of the iceberg. Thanks again, Tim. Thanks, listeners. See you tomorrow.